Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Product of the 80s. Uh, unfortunately, we are not able to go live today because we're not present in the city of Portland. But I would still like to give you something special. So here is another interview we have done with our PDX Radio Collective, um, which consists of Marvin Reigns, uh, Sarah Gilmore, a.k.a. Sarah G., Mikey Make Everything, a.k.a. Mikey Hodges, <laughs> and uh, me, DQ Scott. So uh, yeah, this interview here is with young RJ of Slum Village, and we had the pleasure of talking with him uh, a few weeks back, and so uh, yeah, thought maybe we'd, uh, I'd just share it uh, here on the air uh, on the show so uh, you guys can get an idea of uh, some more things that we want to do as a PDX Radio Collective, and so uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy and uh, sit back and relax and have a good week, and we'll be back soon. Uh, take care. Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to the first episode of the series of The Collective. It's your boy, Marvin Money Reigns from Marvin's Room, K-Boo. I'm chilling with Detroit's own. Young RJ. RJ. What up, though? Hey, what's going on? Up. Hey, it's Sarah G from We96.3. I hate that how that rhymes. <laughs> I like it. I like it, though. Spitting. Hey, what's up? This is DQ Scott from X-Ray. Hey, it's Mikey Make Everything from X-Ray. Word. Yes, this is the first of our series of our radio collective interview. Come together as a group of young black African Americans doing radio in the city of Portland, Oregon. Yeah, uh-huh. PX. And so they're just trying to make something happen out there, y'all. Trying to bring you something new and fresh. And so we try to stay in touch with the culture and the community. All right. Yeah, All so right. We got some brothers in town. Yeah. Some villages in town to put a performance. So we thought we'd sit down and chat with them. So yeah, thank you for taking the time. Oh, no, no, no. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. So, uh,. All right, man, let's get it. Let's get into some questions with you. Let's uh-huh. get it. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is something I, I kind of wanted to ask you about. Um, so um, I noticed you guys have been around for a long time. You guys still managed to stay fairly relevant in a lot of different ways with a lot of different changes and stuff like that, too. Uh-huh. But uh, obviously, um, to do that nowadays, a lot of other artists, a lot of younger artists will take the approach of maybe wilding out, doing some crazy stuff like that, etc. 
So I was just wondering what your view is on all that. Like, do you think, I mean, obviously that's totally not necessary, but like, you know, is there a thing for things you have to do as an artist to stay relevant in social media? Uh, it just depends, man. Like, I, we don't play the social media game. We just do good music and just hope that it's going to reach the people. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when you, when you do the Instagram stuff and as they call trolling, um, the, the focus is on more so the trolling than the actual music. So... Yeah. I think they just take the approach of as long as we got the attention, then we good. We yeah. won regardless. Yeah. They listen to the music. If not, then they know who I am. Yeah. So we just we just take a different approach. That's all. With so many different like members in the group, how do the music stay consistent? Because the two members that always stay consistent, even in the studio process, was me and T3. Yeah. Okay. So all the way from volume two, um, with me producing on Climax. And because um, I'm 10 years younger than T. Mm, okay. So, you know, we not the same age. So with Dilla teaching me how to produce and um, we just got to a point where he was like, yo, y'all got it from here. Y'all know what y'all doing. And then he went on to pursue his solo stuff. Where? Yeah. So that's been the main reason. So would you, so would you say that like come with that Dilla influence? uh would you say would you say that's changed your musical taste on the whole? Like say like like just listen to him sample stuff and all that. You listen to samples, the next thing you know, you listen to like some French singer from the seventies. Just like man, I love this, but you never would caught on before. You know what I mean? Like, I mean it it, it his main thing was you got to have an open ear. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You can't just cut off to or limit yourself to jazz. You, you know you got yeah. samba, you got uh, folk music. Yeah. There's so many different artists putting out music. That you never know where your inspiration gonna come from. Yeah. So our thing was never to limit ourselves and always to keep yeah. trying to do something different, whether the fans get it or not. At least we trying to push it forward. Yeah. So, so are you like digging in the crates, or you everywhere you go for on a tour, you just going into record stores and you know looking for records, or? Yeah, I'm thinking about hitting what is it, Crossroads. Mm -hmm. Crossroads good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, is good. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Quest yeah. Love's favorite. Uh, Store is in town here and it's called Jump Jump Music. Jump Jump Music. Okay. So if you want to check that out, that's where he gets a lot of his records when he's I in gotta town. go yeah. to Jump Jump Music yeah. now. There's yeah. just like a lot of record heads in town too. Once you get in a conversation with one of those stores, man, they'll tell you every little dealer, every little tiny little spot. Oh, There's wow. a lot of record uh -huh. stores here. Yeah, you, yeah. you'll find something sick here. All right, shit. I got I gotta do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the move. Um, being a prominent group in Detroit or I guess worldwide, mm -hmm. um, how do you guys reach back to your community and help others? Uh, we always try just on the music side of it. We we always try to work with new talent. Um, I don't believe in the the generation gap thing. I think it's about what you teach the people that's younger than you, and um, giving them opportunities to um get their music heard, and or at least teaching them how, how to run a business, how to uh, go in there and be independent and not depend on a label. And the things that they can sidestep. So that's our main thing is just um, continuing to pull people up, you know, from the city and use our platform to keep people aware. So like when we do our Dirty Slum mixtape series or um, Dirty District, there was always new talent that you hadn't heard of yet. Like Guilty Simpson and all yeah. these different people it was all on the first mixtapes. That was like the first place where you heard them from. So, you know, we just continue to do that. And on the other side, you know, we do toy drives and stuff like that and, and volunteer our time for charities if it's a good charity so you know whatever we can do to help 
Did someone do that for you? Kind of teach you the game? Like you said, be independent of the record label. Well, we we are the, the record label. All right. the way back from volume two. Um, my dad, my family is the um, ones that put out Slum Village from volume two on down. So I've always knew I had to work two times as hard. So not only just going in the studio and making the record, but mixing the record, going to the photo shoot, making sure it's right, overseeing everything, typing the credits, you know what I'm saying? All of it. So, you know, I was always taught to never depend on nobody. And then you ain't got to worry about nothing right. else. You're yeah. self-sufficient. Yeah. I mean, it's tough nowadays with that, man. Like, cause it's, it's intimidating out there. You know what I'm saying? Even people get give it a good shot, you know what I mean? Like, they, they give it a good shot. They get, even get a little notice, but the, the bigger step is crazy. Yeah. I know that some people just see that and you just want to buy them up. They're like, no, you need to come with us. Like, you know what, what I'm saying? But they don't realize that these people are intimidated by them. That's why they want to offer them money because, like, I can tell, like, young black men that are so influential with the art like that are, are the future, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I think the thing is, if you're going to go do a deal, at least get you some catalog underneath you. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Get you a couple, two, three projects out that's yours yeah. and then let them go dump the money in and then sell mm. the product you already yeah. own you don't want them to create your image for you yeah nah yeah. nah nah I don't need nah. you to create the image nah. you know what I'm saying you just gonna work and push the music I already done put out yeah yeah who's some artists uh, from Detroit that's uh, up and coming well most people heard of Clear Soul Forces but you got uh, a guy named Super Kane he's Super doing Kane. the hip hop yeah I've been working with him um who else you got um, Nolan and Ninja. So it's a couple artists coming up out of Detroit. Who's your uh, top three from Detroit or <coughs> up and coming from uh, Detroit? Both questions. Up and coming. Yeah. In Detroit. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to do the cliche Eminem, so I'm scratching <laughs> him off the list. Okay, that's all right. I'm gonna say Royster Five Nine. I like okay. that. Um, who would I say is number two? You can throw yourself in. Nah, I'm not. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I don't. That, I feel like that's the that, that's the um the easy way to get out of the question yeah. without you thinking. So I would say like Royce. Then I would say like I think Guilty is doing a good job. Yeah, like holding down the city and um hmm. I I say Nolan and Ninja. I give it to him. He up and coming. Yeah. yeah. Have to check it out, man. Do your recommendation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, he's for sure hip hop. You yeah. know, he, he doing hip hop for sure. Yeah. Well, like, there's so much out there. It's just hard to filter through. Like the internet gives you access to all that, but the problem is you got to filter through everything you find on the internet. Mm-hmm. True. You know what I'm saying? So like it's there, but it's like, man, you got to do some digging. Yeah, that's why I, I got to get mine from recommendations. Yeah. Like, cause mm-hmm. I don't have the time yeah. to sit there and just search and search yeah, and search. Man. So I let my nephew tell me who. Yeah. <laughs> who next exactly. you know what I'm saying <laughs> right Word. that reminds uh, yeah. I was gonna ask you I guess for my own preference because a lot of people send me their music they're like listen to my music tell me what you think um, I know you get a lot of that I'm sure you do for sure so I, I guess you let your cousin kind of pick that out be like yeah have you heard of this artist or just um, I, I will hit spurts where, I, where I'm just listening to records you know for samples and stuff like that and I'm like I'm chilling let me go to this email and go through 50 emails and listen to a record so that's the main thing you know it's just finding the time to do it because there actually be some gems in there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just not like I used to I used to be able to sit there for hours and just go through music but now it's like nah I can't do that you're stopping like think about old groups from Detroit I only got two in mind mainly ICP and Kid Rock you ever kind of (laughs) stop sometimes 
They're like, man, I used to see that fool. Yeah, like, yeah, over yeah. here, like, you just see how far they come. Like, you probably just not there, like, 20, 30 years ago. It's like, man, that was the last place I thought I'd see Like, ICP has an army, practically. They do. And, and it's like, that's, I'm pretty sure back then you never knew that was probably going to blow up like that. Nah. Yeah. I, no. No. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you know, but you never know what's going to blow. That's yeah. why you got to treat everybody yeah, no the dis- same. Yeah, no disrespect to them. No, no, no. I don't understand exactly what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Some stuff you, you can kind of see and you be like, Okay, I see this is about to blow up, yeah. and then some stuff you just mm-hmm. you like. What happened? Did you yeah. Did you see that for Big Sean? <laughs> I did, I did. I um before Big Sean was like Big Sean, like my cousin and Big Sean is like best friends. So they used to come to the studio. Everybody you can think of came through to the studio that we had. It's yeah, like that's another question I wanted to ask you. So it's like I was. Thinking about Electric Lady Studios back in the day when Questlove had everybody coming through and everybody was putting out all this heat. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, like, there was a music video that they did kind of like, they animated it. Are they going to come through Detroit and actually do Y'all Justice and give y'all a real movie explaining Slum Village and everybody oh, else that came out of Detroit, especially with, like, Hitsville? Y'all got, like, too much music history. Too much music history. We talking about doing a documentary. We, we've been discussing that for the last couple months only thing is maybe it's just like I'm weird but I feel like once you start doing documentaries it's kind of like saying you are the past no I feel like I feel like everybody needs to know the story because you know hip hop went from you know Q-Tip to Dilla to um, I mean production wise yeah. to, to Kanye you know, or, or Pete Rock's up in there too but it's like it bounced around to people being like this is the guy who's doing the beats you know what I'm saying yeah. so it needs that type of representation from Detroit I, I think it do I, I don't think um, some of the you know like you got vinyl ways a ton stuff like that. they didn't really do it justice you can't really discuss Dilla Unless you're talking about Slum Village in the mix. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you skipping the whole yeah. JD era and just jumping straight to Dilla. And that mm-hmm. wasn't a long period of time. All the music that people know or that yeah. is like those was the, the records was JD. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother mind state, a whole nother person. You know what I'm saying? Whole nother way, different way he approached the records. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why a lot of people can't. You know, I think do it. a lot of people first found out about you guys almost pretty much through Tribe, almost. Yeah, yeah in a way. Uh-huh. But like, I think that's, I think that's interesting though because like, I think in some ways, almost in that way too, when they heard your guys, they're probably intimidated. Like, man, these mm. these guys are blows off the water. We should get along with them before they start, <laughs> start <laughs> crushing us. You know, you what, I'm know what? It was a it was a gift and a curse yeah. because people did not want to see Tribe break up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when do, on hold tight, yeah. when Q Tip said. You know, I'm gonna leave it in the hands of the, the slum. slum. People yeah. was like, "Yo, like, yeah. what is this?" Yeah. So it was like a gift yeah. and a curse mm. to where they some people know, like, you know, like, people graded it ten times harder. Like even all the magazines. So like even when you look at the source, when they first reviewed it, they gave volume two like three stars. Yeah. Then they came yeah. back and gave it five stars. Yeah. They recanted it. Oh, the years inf- and years the later, source mic ratings. Yeah, man. so <laughs> you have always Zeno. a hot topic. Yeah, man. <laughs> Nah, cause I mean, when I first let me think, when I first heard you guys, this is actually pretty crazy. When I first heard you guys, it was like 2002 or three, and I just moved in an apartment with my boy. I was like 2020, like 2021, something like that, and I was working at this bakery, horrible job, hated it. We moved in. He's like, "Yo, you gotta check this out." So like, he started started listening to Slum Village, and I was like, I was just feeling it, cause yeah, I just had this neo soul thing before neo soul was neo soul. You guys <laughs> made neo soul, in my opinion, but like. 
But like I was listening to it and if you know what song it was, it was Get This Money. And I was listening to it and that song kinda had like an influence on me because I was hating my job. I didn't like where I was going. Like everything, man. I was listening to that. And that made me just feel good about it because you had like a funny style with it too. Like you guys were kind of funny too, you know, but had like a like a like a cool, like soulful vibe. And I remember listening to it. I just got so fed up, man. I actually quit my job because of that song. Oh, all right. Yeah, because I found out. I, got, I was like, man, you could work in a bar and make this much money. Damn. I didn't even have a bar job yet. I just knew some people around the scenes. So I just quit. I was like, man, I'm out. Right. I quit. Listen to that song. It got you here, though. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It brought me steps. It got me social in the bar, which made me meet a lot of people, which kind of lead up to doing this sort of thing. So, yeah, See? Man. That's what's I up. I owe a lot to get this money at 2021. Dang, old, having people quitting their jobs. Hey. That's influential. I was forward. in school when that right, record right. came out. I was in high school. <laughs> That's the thing I was going to ask you, like, where your mind was at that time. Because I was just young. I was just, like, trying to figure life out, man. You know? My my mind was on whatever I needed to do to keep the legacy moving forward. Yeah. Because... For me, I was behind the scenes when that stuff took place. It was more so like mixing, um, whatever Dylan needed help with, whatever I could do to 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 help the group. Yeah. And then by ten is the one that was like, yo, like literally like five days before he died was like, yo, if something happened to me, y'all need to keep the legacy going. And we was like. My ten, what is you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like we we back, you back in the group, yeah. boom. He was like, nah, get somebody younger, put him in the group, and keep the legacy going. Damn. Next, yeah. So it was like everything we doing yeah. is not just like something we doing just to do it. It's yeah. like we following the instructions of what Ten and Dilla wanted. You know what I'm saying? So wow. that's dope. Yeah. Are you is the recording process is it still the same? Like I heard you guys used to like all stay together in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still the same? Yeah, 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 yeah. When we when we working, you know, I think because you never know when you gonna yeah be influenced by something. So you know, we have studio cribs and we all just stay in the, move in the studio crib and just you know let the music do what it do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any other collaborations for the future? Are you just gonna give me my drive, my dream Q-Tip Slum Village collaboration <laughs> album? Is that gonna happen? So I just give up. You know what? What what we I, were trying to do on a collab album, but it didn't work for some strange reason. Was the uh, Slum Village Little Brother record? <sighs> we was all on the phone trying to put that together, and it just didn't, just didn't pan out. Man, anything else? Time, man. Um, you, that you can talk about. No, nah, we working on some stuff though. All right. We definitely All working right. on some stuff. <laughs> sure. Who's your favorite collab? <sighs> Musician wise or um artist wise. Man. For me, I like working with Pete. Yeah. I like working with Pete. I, like I don't have to to think with Pete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is he, just, is he just coming with this so much that you just go right in and just do what you need to do, or is it like is it like a conversation? It's like we we are friends, you know what I'm saying. So okay. it's like going with your homeboy and, and hanging out. And I like working with Drake too. I do. Yes. Yeah, right. we got we got some songs that we did. He has songs I feel like with everybody, but he never puts anything out. Not at all. He's he's like, I'm holding on to everything. Man, I heard some crazy music. Last time I was in the studio with Dre, I heard records with like everybody you can think of. And I was like, 
Right he was like, what you think about that? I'm like, I think that's crazy. He's like, nah, that ain't, that ain't shit. He heard he's like Q-Tip. Like, he will never, ever be done with the song. Like, Q-Tip, if he's producing it, he's just, he's always adding elements, taking elements away. And then, like, it took him for a long time to be like, no, just put the record out. Just put I, it out. No, it's not. No, nah, I won't say that. I won't say that with Dre. I think his thing is, he's like that with himself. Mm, okay. Not with like artists that he's producing. So like, if you notice when he goes to produce an artist, most of the time, if they just listen and do what it is that you, the reason why you came to sign to Dre is because you trust his history and track record. If you just listen to what it is that he's trying to get you to do, I don't think you're gonna have them problems because mm. you got Kendrick, you got mm. Anderson. Yeah. That's that's yeah. coming out. His album ain't. That bubbling song is back. crazy. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So if you, crazy record. It's just most of the time people, they be stuck in their ways. They want to do the same approach mm. with how they write. You know, he got different ways that he record. It's like different than how we used to record. Mm -hmm. But you got to go in there and execute. That's the whole point of being a professional. Okay. Right. Top um, three music. Oh, go ahead. Oh, excuse me. Um, if you could bring <laughs> any artist back that you have not worked with yet, um, who would that be? Mm. Who's passed away? I don't want to say Prince. That's too. Cool. I, that's the first person I was going to say. That's a good one. <laughs> it's, it's still a good one. If that's the answer. That's, 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 that's your answer. That's real. Yeah. We'll just throw Prince in there, and we'll throw someone else in there. I, 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 I'll say like the obvious would be like Prince, okay. but um, I would like to see like somebody like Miles Davis or somebody like that. Mm -hmm. You like know, that. because if he's you know he playing a horn, it's like a rap. So I would love to see like his approach on a record. You know what I'm saying? And like what direction he would kind of say or how he would kind of structure some stuff. So I would like to see what's up with that. Did yeah. you see like how Mono Neon is still doing his thing, even though he was doing that last record with Prince? Have you decided to work with him at all? Yeah. He's got, I would say he's that. got heat, man. He's <laughs> always out there putting some heat on. Yeah, I would say that. You know what? We had, we had an album that we were doing. Um might still happen we still got the songs laying around with a band and the band was daru jones um uh, my man's neon um marcus manchata i think he plays with uh he's in pete's band okay so yeah we had you're gonna do it like a like a live soul like whole thing yeah. something something I, like that that would be dope i can see you guys doing something with thundercat Ooh, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. I like Thundercat. Yeah. I think Thundercat is um underrated. Very mm -hmm. underrated. Very, you very know. underrated. Has he won any awards yet? Has no, I don't know. Really? Not that I know of. Hey, outside of Kendrick, is, outside it's, of like it's, it's like him and Martin That's Luther, crazy. and yeah. there's a couple other uh, cats that was just tooling around yeah. with uh, the Roots back in the day who never yeah. really got yeah. their shine. Because his, yeah. his style reminds me of your guys' style in that way, where it's like super soulful, but there's some still some fun. It's Play, playful elements and to that what's funk happening. in there you know what I mean like just like it's still fun funny little joke in there here and there but still got a lot of soul like you can feel from it it's like a lot yeah. of good vibes I can see you guys like, doing something man people like don't want to live life today. you already getting off work you super serious yeah. last thing you want to do is get in the car yeah. and hear somebody spit some super serious rhymes to you yeah. mm -hmm. so you gotta have a balance yeah. you know and that was the thing with yeah. Slum was, was having a balance yeah. you know Everything is not yeah. super serious. Yeah. Some stuff is, yeah. some stuff not. And even if it's serious, it's, yeah. it's a different approach. I feel like with Slum Village, I can listen to it all day on a Sunday, cleaning my house after a breakup. 
Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I feel weird, but I feel good. Do, do, do you think all the churches, It'll the legendary right. churches in Detroit, right. are the reason why your sound is the way it is? So I heard there was like Mahalia Jackson right over here. There was like Whitney right over here. There was like yeah. people all over the place that, that I think it's the it. I think it's the lack of opportunity in Detroit that makes mm. it sound the way it does. Mm. Um, we don't lack ha- of opportunity. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, lack of l- lack of opportunity. Meaning like in New York, you can walk down the street, you can go to Def Jam and just sit outside and and watch Jay Z come out the building. You didn't have that in the in Detroit, you know what I'm saying? Until we started building little crews like Slum, we had our studio that everybody would come to, and then you had Eminem. So it was either Slum Camp, you was coming out through, or Eminem. But you didn't have the other opportunities. So the fact that we had to do something to stand out, because back then, everybody had to have their own sound, yeah. period. You couldn't have 20 artists sounding the same right. or would never get signed. Mm. So for us, it was we have to do something different to be heard. Yeah. So that's what I mean by lack of opportunity. Yeah. Will people go to different cities? Like It's like, all right, let's just go to Chicago, see if we can meet up there. Let's go nah. to Philly or something. Like people would kind of jump Chicago out a little bit, try to go to places. Chicago like didn't have no opportunity. Yeah. So at the time, it was either New York Mm-hmm. Or LA, right? Yeah, no That's in between. Connected, no, ain't no in between. Yeah, mm. I think a lot of things are coming out because even Cleveland, dude, you have to come some. You got your you know, Bone Thugs coming out of there. Right. I feel like everyone's doing a thing, but they had but, to get, they had to get snatched out of there. But Bone Thugs went to LA but, to mess with and easy. And the thing, everyone kind of jumped yeah. shipping whatever else. Even yeah. Common was doing his thing, but like I feel like you know, like I didn't really like jump. You know, and he's kind of had his own different style. Yeah, yeah, OC, but like no, we came with that. Like just, there's a lot of cats around there that are killing it, but like I feel like they just kind of jumped ship and like kind of went elsewhere. Or people just mistook them for East Coast artists. They did. Off the bat. It's like, oh, they're from New York. It's like, no, they're not. Because they had to go to New York to get their foot in the door, you know, through digging in the crates or whoever else you had to come out through in the time. Yeah. Do you recommend that? or? (laughs) Do you recommend, um, if you want to make it bigger, more money, or whatever it is you want to do, to move cities? Or do you think you should stay put and kind of try to make it work? You got internet now. It ain't like that no more. You don't even have to be in the same room with a person to make a song. You think so, that you think that affects the songs nowadays? It does. Yeah. Because I can feel it sometimes. I hear it. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's just it's a difference between being in a room with somebody, and you see they can tell you like, nah, let's do that, or maybe I should come in on this part. It's just a different level yeah. of creativity, especially when there's like beef on a record, like that record with Nicki Minaj and uh, old, old girl, like yeah, Cardi, Cardi. Yeah. yeah. You know, they they both basically did their recordings at different places and they put it together and they was like hold up like they, I so. didn't even know she said that yeah mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah I mean I think it's a difference man but yeah. it's hip hop yeah exactly that's dangerous though because there's been a couple like verses people have spent on certain songs and then somebody else will be a guest on it and they'll be getting interviewed like well, what would you think about that they would be like I wasn't even there right no. but they get put on this album this song that they're happy to be, hard of, but be, be a part of but one artist had to throw something out there yeah. And all of a sudden they're along with that, and I, they could tell this like I wasn't there for that, but at that point it's too late. So now that, your name is attached to this thing, you know. That's like, my question that's to you. Dangerous, what man? do you like, think about hip hop beef in this day and age, in 2018? Free advertising. Man, shit is corny. <laughs> it's corny. It's yeah. corny, man. You think it's all marketing? It's all of it because some people feel like that's my way to get some attention is to go out here and say free promo. Yeah, F J Cole or or F this and F that. It's corny, but like I like new music. I'm not one of them guys yeah. because I'm in between. 
age. I'm not from T's generation, but I'm not my nephew's generation either. Yeah. So I'm in between. So I I do listen to Lil mm-hmm. Pump. I listen to these people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't take life too serious or hip hop too serious to where yeah. I can't respect what the yeah. new generation is doing. You know what I mean? How old are you? I'm 33. Yeah, so I'm 36. Yeah. They, they call us quasi millennials. Yeah. So we're, we're stuck in between. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Because I like a lot of stuff like our style of dress is our thing. Uh-huh. But like our uncles grew up wearing like alligator skin sandals and straw hats. For sure. <laughs> we're probably around yeah. the corner. We just we just know that little bit of between. We watch Transformers, but then we got to tell somebody a couple years younger than us about what Transformers was. Yeah. We just uh-huh. really are quasi millennial. People either want to fit us in this category of being this old heads. Or that we're stupid millennials that are lazy and don't do anything. It's like the yeah. weirdest in between place to be, man. Really it is. is. Yeah. But you know, I tell I tell people all the time. They say, "Man, what do you think about hip hop?" Because you're from, you're a real hip hop, and I be like, "Yo, the only difference is, is you have more variety on the radio. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. You had Luke." Back then, mm-hmm. you had NWA, yeah. you had your Tribe Called Quest yeah. on the radio, you had just ghetto boys, yeah. you just had more variety. Mm-hmm. I always try to tell people when they talk about it, it's like, if I tried to explain Cool Keith to anybody during the time when I was listening <laughs> to Cool Keith, they would look up, you know what I mean? My mom would have locked me in my room. <laughs> like, you listening to what? What is this craziness, you know? Nah. But I, I thought Cool Keith was dope, man. Like, when that Black Elvis album came out that was all over like other stuff too, I mean you if know? you just try to explain like 96 well, and 97 listening yeah. to hip hop to anybody that, yeah. who wasn't around at that time yeah. like anything that happened in 96 or 97 there's so much going on and everything was different and everything was dope yeah. but like you can't explain that to yeah. these hip hop heads now because they basically get the same stuff yeah. coming out from all these art, all these different we artists we have that weirdness in our era so it's, it's kind of hypocritical to look at stuff now in that way when we were kind of listening to crazy stuff back then that no one would understand there's always so been crazy stuff kinda, yeah. there's always been crazy you just stuff gotta be open minded about it. So, what's the new album you like? I'm so embarrassed to be talking about this. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyga's Kyoto. Wow. So, you, <laughs> right? you like that? <laughs> I love you know it. That taste? I don't care. I don't care. I've embraced <laughs> it. I've listened for like two weeks now. It was all R&B. I love it. Mm-hmm. I admire I you it. for your bravery. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might have to check it out now. You haven't? No, I ain't checked Look, that out. I was I blown even away. I didn't even mess with Tyga at all. And I was like, yo, don't put this guy on. Honestly, I felt like, like that. The only Tyga track I still mess with is the one that Kanye produced at 40 mil. That's like the only one I like. The okay. new stuff, mm-hmm. it's catchy, but like that's the only one that I was like, okay. I thought on a rack city. Well, the whole <laughs> album is R and B. The whole thing is and it R and B. He's singing. Yeah. What? Wow. Yes. It remind me yes. of Swaycation kind of feel though. Nah, Swaycation was dope though. Yeah, yeah but it remind me of the same kind of feel. It's like that reggaeton kind of like. Everybody's trying to move to that yeah. to that island vibe. That thing. Man. <laughs> What's the last album you listened to? Uh, outside of Drake, like everybody else in America. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the Drake? Uh, the Drake, he got a couple songs on there. I'm not really feeling all of it. That's how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah, he got a couple. I like the fact that he brought DJ Paul back. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and on a mainstream level, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? DJ uh, Paul is dope. Let's see who I got. I got Tiana Taylor. Did you, did you like? Did you like that record? Yeah. I think it's one of the better releases from. Um, Kanye. From that, yeah. from that, from that, from that, mm. the batch of sevens. Okay. Ooh. Um. Let's see. Who else? Did I you got like in that? Kissy goes. I did. I did. I felt like it started going a little too kid cutty at the end. It wasn't a good balance. But, yeah, okay. But it, yeah. I mean, Kanye had just put out his album, so yeah. But y'all a group. True. I, I would have liked. <laughs> True. <laughs> I got Jaden Smith. 
I like I like the Jaden. Jaden. Yeah, J Rock. That J Rock is good. Man, so you know. You like the Nas? No. Oh. No, I don't. I think it's incomplete. Uh, you should have been 10. You like Nav? My nephew like Nav. Okay. Not me. It's not my cup of tea. I like Lil Baby, though. Okay. Lil okay. Baby. Lil yeah. Baby's on everything. It's just yeah. that quality control. He's been everywhere. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Anything? Anybody? I guess this is a real question, too. Anybody listening to anything outside of hip-hop lately? There's something that got you that's a little bit outside that's of hip-hop. Saying. Which is tough, because there ain't a lot of stuff out right now that's new? outside of hip-hop. You're saying yeah. new. Yeah, new. That's no. outside of hip-hop. You talking about like R&B? Anything. It could be anything. It don't matter. Gorillas. They have new music. Yeah, gorillas. Yeah, yeah. Hard. Yeah. I heard Jacquees was was dope too. I yeah. did hear that. It's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I've been listening to this Canadian group called Home Shake. I don't know what is it. <laughs> it's even described. I looked up the description. I was like, I don't even know what to call it. I looked up the description online. It's Canadian R and B. Wow. It's dope okay. though. It's funky though. Sounds it's dope. Canadian and I listened. I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> gotta be smooth. And it's, it's called smooth, what? Though. It's called Home Shake. I mean, it's just smooth, man. It's just got like like a lot of like. So vibe like, to it, but it's almost like in the same way I was talking about earlier. It's, it's got like almost a comedic vibe to it, but it's very soulful at the same time. So wait, like, Drake's not uh, Canadian R&B. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's yeah. Canadian. Drake and then yeah. he's Canadian R&B. He's like, Canadian and he does R&B, but okay. he's not really Canadian Canadian. Like it doesn't about him that really reminds you of Canada. But you could be you like he's yeah. not really American. Like if you've met His Canadian, whiskey, if you've met a Canadian, you know, he is so not a Canadian. Yeah, you know what I'm I would agree. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have that yeah. like that. That thing, you don't know. Canadians have this thing about them that's just off, but hey, often weird, but very hey, comforting. I love yeah. Canadians. They're very comfortable, but they're weird. It's really awkward. For I love it. <laughs> really, really nice. They, they would fit. They can get really you well a drink of beer Portland. at nine a.m. and think it's normal. It's not. It's not. <laughs> if I'm traveling, it's normal. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, I guess we just brought some stuff out. How? Okay, so how's the road been treating you lately? You still think you're just as wild? You've been calming down. Oh no nah, no nah, the road been good. Yeah. I mean I'm always calm. I'm yeah. the calm one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this town will do it to you. There's I, a bar on every block. It is. <laughs> but you know what? Tonight I'm taking my little nephew out. It's his birthday. Yeah. Other than that, I'm chilling, man. Wait. I'm I I believe in taking my money home to yeah. the crib. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't trying to spend it on the road. <laughs> what's what's the funnest thing you done on the road uh this time around? <sighs> Nothing. <laughs> Sleep fun. is the funniest yeah, thing. Hey, <laughs> where are you guys good. going tonight? Uh, I don't know. We going. I think these gentlemen have given us a couple recommendations. <laughs> we get a little itinerary. So we yeah. never let them know. Uh, I definitely want to give a shout out to Eastside Distillery for plugging plugging the group up, and I also want to give a shout out to B Wall that's here yes, for Black Man again for giving out some gear to the to the crew. Thank you, thank you. We gon' we gonna drink all this liquor hey. at this barbecue tonight. I like that. We, yeah. <laughs> Fireworks, all that. Word, word. Alright. All right. So yeah, so you playing uh so you playing tomorrow, Star, Star Theater. Yeah. Yes. And uh yeah, this should be dope. Immaculate's gonna open for you, who a lot of people know about he's a free what is a freestyle mm-hmm. champion, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he does the battles. Yeah. 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 And then Surge Severe is coming up, a lot of people like him. So They've be been around good. a long time, yeah. They've been out for yeah. a minute. Yeah. That should be pretty dope, man. I'm gonna try to make it. Everyone's gonna be doing the celebrations, but I'm sure a lot of people make it out afterwards. There ain't that much going on. It's the fourth, but yeah, I mean, hey, you can go to a hip hop show. On the yeah, exactly. That's the Everyone's best way to be cap like, it out. You, know? you, know? exactly. right? like, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to obligate yourself to hanging out that whack barbecue with that quinoa. Dude, yeah, barbecue or early? Kick it. Don't go in on quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Barbecue you know early. Mm. 
Get get your barbecue yeah. on early. Take you a nap. Yeah. Don't get the itis. And exactly. then come on down. Nap come is on key. down to start theater. Come Check on it down. Eat all the barbecue and let it soak up with that booze, man. Yeah, yeah. it surely will. Party it up. Let's get live. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. All right, well, uh, I think we've kind of almost ran our course. So, yeah, I think we should probably wrap it up. Yo, thank you a lot. Thank oh, you. Nah, really thank you. Appreciate it for coming through. Everybody give us some blush, Young RJ. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Thanks for coming to help us represent. All right. So, yeah, this is Radio Collective. I'm DQ Scott. Sergi. Our money. And Mikey McCarthy. And Young RJ. I'm in the collective now. <laughs> 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 New member. Yeah. Yeah. One of the time. We are the only five black people in Portland. We'll see y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, peace. <laughs>